We're sitting on the most perfect beach in the world, and all we can think about is where. Where can I hook up my mom? Digital pen, hard at work. Yeah, you apparently didn't put one of the new cover sheets on your TPS report. So should we send it to first? Just a couple of people. The question is, who are they going to send it to? This podcast is brought to you by Search Engine Journal, and you're listening to Marketing Nerds. I'm John Rampton with another podcast here from SEJ Marketing Nerds. Today we're joined by Joe Hall from joehall.me. How's it going, Joe? Good. How are you, John? I'm doing all right. Um, what What are you up to these days? Well, I'm now, uh, you know, doing some consulting. Um, I have a uh, pretty good consulting package. Yeah. Um, you know, I do technical SEO on it, and then also, uh, you know, consulting on retainer as well yeah so where did you get your start in in the technical seo world well i actually was a developer for a long time and so um originally i had a small little like development business where i built websites for nonprofits and small businesses yeah um and then i also like got into affiliate marketing and a lot of like things you know to make money on my you know you know from the internet and through that, I got into SEO. And so uh, a combination of, like, technical skills, like, with development plus SEO yeah. is how I got into, like, the more technical SEO. Yeah, so so what are people missing out in the technical SEO? I mean, so many people, including myself, have done, you know, uh, I transferred a site. Uh, you know, I used to own Organize.com. We transferred the site from Yahoo stores to Magento, and, man, it was a nightmare. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, I mean, we had 26,000 SKUs, and, I mean, it was a nightmare. Yeah. And I wish I would have known, you know, what now, you know, what I'd known. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, what, are, so, what are people missing out on? So I think a lot of folks um, undervalue how, like, insanely complex a process like that is. Yeah. Um, a lot of people just think oh well we'll switch cms and it's not a big deal yeah, yeah. And we'll or, wing or, it. or like oh we'll switch to a different like e-com platform you know whatever um however unfortunately there's so much more involved and and i think that not planning ahead gets people in trouble especially with seo yeah, i agree um so what i like to do is like when i work with a client that's doing some giant project like that i like to like really like nail down all of the tiny little steps that are required and how those steps are going to like have an impact on SEO um, and, and what they need to do to mitigate risk as they make the change. Um, because a lot of the technical stuff, uh, especially with a change like that, is all about risk mitigation. Yeah. Um, mitigating uh, the risk of like losing links if you're changing URLs and mitigating the risk of, uh, you know, product pages not showing up and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so a lot of that is just all about uh, really, really successful planning and, and, and approaching uh, those types of changes in a series of steps that makes sense, you know, yeah. for SEO. Now, when you're thinking about, for example, some of these steps, I mean, what uh, what do you recommend to clients? Like, what are the steps that you go so, like, through and you walk them through? What, typically what I'd say is, like, before you uh, even plan on changing like into a new system or, or redesign or whatever, make a list of the features that you're currently using that you want to preserve. So all the things that like, you know, you might be like, oh, well, we need we need to preserve the URLs or we need to preserve yeah. these product pages or we need to preserve uh, this element of the design, you know, 
Make a list yep. of everything that you want to preserve, um, so that you know that going into no. D- no, do you do this with data data driven decisions? Yeah, do you so, go through so, your so, analytics yeah, so and say, hey, is, this is my most important page. Mm-hmm. I don't want to drop this. I want to make sure all the content. Yeah, are, that's I a mean, really good question. So one thing you can do is look at like your top performing pages uh, within organic search. Okay, and you know that those are like the top ranking. They're like referring the most traffic from organic. Um, so common sense would apply those URLs should not change, yeah. you know, because yep. changing those URLs, even if you successfully redirect them, um, changing them, uh, can cause a lot of risk, you know? Yeah. So to mitigate that risk, you say, okay, look, these are our top performing pages. We need to keep them the same. The same can be said for which pages are receiving the most links. Yeah. So if you've got one page on your site that receives massive amounts of links, you want to think, you know, think really hard whether or not you want to change that URL or not, yeah. you know, because you don't want to risk it, you know. Um, so that's a really good, like, way to plan ahead. Um, but there's also a lot of other things, like, you know, understanding uh, the user uh, experience of your site, you know. Um, a lot of people ignore how users are, like, traveling through the site. Yeah. Uh, so I like to look at um, in GA, they have that really cool uh, graphic of, like, the the flow, like the user flow, yeah. you know? Yep. I like looking at that and seeing how users are, like, navigating through the site. Yeah. Um, so, like, you know, for example, if users are using um, links in the sidebar, like, all the time, you know that you need to preserve those links in that yep. sidebar. Yep. Um, yeah, I think they do a very good job of illustrating how the user flow works. Yeah, so, exactly. I mean, Google, the, the whole user flow, I mean, it is yeah. horrendous. It, 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 yeah, it does not make sense. No, it doesn't, but, it, like, understanding how users use your site um, will give you a lot of insight to how you should be redesigning, what yeah. you need to preserve, what you need to, like, make better, you know? Yep. Um, that's definitely important, you know? And then planning all the technical aspects before you make that change is going to help mitigate a lot of risk going into it. Yeah. You know? So what what's the next step? I, re- I remember me when I was when I was transferring over Organize. We actually had other people go through and look at our site and we actually had since we're women centric uh i mean funny thing so we went i actually went to my local church and i said hey i want all you women i i put gave them postcards yeah and i said i want you guys to organize these and how you would organize it in your house okay and they went did it and it was great because it told us a lot of how women actually think i mean yeah what's the next step after that well i think that like what you need to do then and this is like it seems so like why would you do why would you do that? But one thing I see a lot of people do is they don't bring all of the needed stakeholders to the to the same table. Yeah. You know, like and that's this is really important for big companies. No, um, when you mean stakeholders, all the people all the decision makers. Yeah. Well even like not even the decision makers, but like the people just doing the work. You know, because okay. like this is important for big companies too. Like, you know, you get um you might plan exactly how things need to be redirected. Yep. But if your guy in IT doesn't really understand <laughs> like why that's important or what the what the need is, yeah. Then then he can screw up the redirection process. Um, and one small screw up can be you know horrible. Yeah. So bringing everyone to the table, all the stakeholders and stakeholders involved, yep. is going to help. I I guess mitigate a lot of those risks. And so then after you do that, then you can plan out like, you know, the structures and everything else and communicate why all that's important to those stakeholders, you know. Yeah. 
if you're a smaller team, it's gonna, it's a lot easier. You can bring, you know, two or three people into the meeting, and that's fine. You know. Yeah. Um, but you know, some of these sites um, are managed, like, especially some of the banking. I've done I've done SEO with some of the larger uh, financial institutions. Yep. It takes like six to nine months just to change one word on a piece on a page. Yeah, it's it's um, horrible. They... Yeah, because there's so much bureaucracy involved with 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 you know managing a site to that size. So, you know, that's really important to bring everyone on the same page when you're making these, you know, giant changes, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so any other best practices when when I'm moving over my site? I think a best practice, what I would say, would be to really sit down and, and do your uh, redirection strategy that, that works really well with a risk mitigation strategy. Yeah. So like, like, like I said before, focus on only redirecting the, the URLs that um, that have really great value, or I mean, redirect all your URLs, but only change the URLs that have that aren't gonna, you know, screw up your links and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and then also, like, I think, you know, having an idea and like a concept of why you're making the change in the first place. Yeah. Um, keeping that at the forefront, so that maybe you know, through the planning process, you realize, oh, well, you know, we're changing to Magento, but honestly. After going through this whole process, Magento may not be the best option for yeah. us, you know, because really we need more customization or something like that, you know. Yeah. So I would say just like focus on the the, the bigger picture and then also all of the details at the same time. Yeah. You know. That's it's yeah. a really good suggestion. But risk mitigation, along with like lots of planning, is is needed during that process, you know. So when I'm when I'm uh, designing my site and that. Uh, right now, I have an M dot whatever my domain is. Mm-hmm. Would you recommend getting rid of that and just going to a full responsive, or I how, mean, how do Google, I work that? Google prefers full responsive, and I think responsive, full responsive, is actually better um, because uh, you know we don't really know like the future of devices, right? Yeah. So right now, like you know, tablets are really big right now. Um, mobile is really big right now, but honestly, I mean, in the future, you could you could find more people would be using their watch to browse the web, you know. Yeah. Um, and and having the M dot um, is fine, but it requires a second layer of technology to transfer the user to the M dot. Yeah. You know. So like, would you recommend when I'm doing a new site to just do a responsive yeah, slash definitely. adaptive yeah. site because and then redirect all those m.urls to the correct pages? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Because like, you know, let's say that you're uh, let's let's say that you pull up a, a site on your smartphone, right? Yeah. The typical uh, path that happens is you pull up the site and then somehow the site redirects to the m dot, you know? Yep. It identifies uh, that you're on a mobile device and it redirects. It, that usually works out fine, but the process involved creates more uh, risk for failure yeah. because there's, there's just more involved. You know, with responsive, there's no redirection to to, to any yeah. other new URL. So then um, it's just basically like that you're on the same page that you actually requested. You know, um, and it should. I mean, in theory, responsive should adapt to any device yeah, that you're yeah. using. It doesn't have to be like a clunky M dot, you know. 
yep. like a weird mobile theme, you know. <laughs> no. it, it can be a beautiful uh, designed site that will look good on tablets, look good on any size monitor, you know. Um, so I like responsive more than MDOT, you know. Yeah. Um, so any, any final tips when preparing a site to be, you know, moved over to another site? Um, I mean, so I just moved my site over um, and I lost some traffic. I mean, yeah. does that traffic come back? It, it yeah it does I mean it depends like I, I it, you know I think like um, in the best case scenario if you're doing everything by the book and correctly and you've done everything right you should you shouldn't see much traffic loss at all but typically what you what people see is around thirty percent traffic drop yeah and and I like to say that thirty percent traffic drop uh, from a like a domain wide redirection yeah um and then typically that will last up to a month you know okay and 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 the reason is because google has to recrawl all of the links they're pointing to the site to apply value to those new urls yeah. you know um and apply value to the redirections that kind of thing so it, it does take a little bit of time but normally it does kick back up you know within yeah. a month's time okay um but if you're really good at it and you've got some a lot of authority and, and your site is crawled often, yep. um, you shouldn't see that much of a drop at all. Okay. You know? Good to know. Yeah. yeah, I've seen it take up to three months, but... Uh... Yeah, it can take it can take a while, you know. Um, but also, it, you know, it really depends on how active your marketing is. Because yeah, if you're not marketing true. your site and you do a redirection, well, then Google's probably not crawling the site very often anyways, you know. Yeah. So if you're not, if you're not active, if you're not pushing new signals during that period... Of, of like you know re-indexing but it will take longer you know yeah. yeah well thank you very much joe for being on uh the show today uh thanks a lot is, man you know is there is there a way to get a hold of you what's the best way yeah, to get, dude, contact you? so it's uh my website is joehall.me okay um and i've got uh, several different contact forms on there uh feel free to reach out to me you can also follow me on twitter um at joe hall all right thank you very much Again, listeners, we have a weekly podcast. Make sure to uh, subscribe uh, on the button below or above. I'm not exactly sure where it's at, but uh, we look forward to uh, having you on our next podcast. We'll see you next time. This Marketing Nerds podcast has been brought to you by Search Engine Journal. For more news, interviews, and how-to guides from marketing experts from around the world, visit us at searchenginejournal.com.